Hi, I'm Siggy, born and raised in St. Catharines, Ontario, and now living in the nation's capital of Ottawa. And I'm Jazzy, born in Manila, Philippines, raised in Toronto, Canada, and schooled all over southwestern Ontario. You're listening to the Halo Halo podcast, a delicious mix of pop culture and the Filipino-Canadian life. Before we start our podcast, we'd like to acknowledge the lands we're podcasting on. I'm podcasting from the traditional lands of the Huron-Wendat, the Seneca, and most recently, the Mississaugas of the Credit River. And I'm podcasting from the traditional unceded territory of the Algonquin and Ishtabek people. It's warm up. Hello, Kuya. This is warm up time. And in line yes, yes, with the yes. episode we have coming yes. out about Happy Jail and Filipino Rehabilitative Justice, I would like to call this warm up doing time. Now, doing time. I know, oh, I know, gosh. doing time. I mean, but you know, people who know us, <laughs> we're professionals <laughs> and stuff. So I, I, I yes. don't know if we could really do time because I don't know if we'd be able to hold our current careers. But right. let's start from the basics. And I know you touched a little bit with your cousin about getting trouble in school and grounding, but do you recall a time that you were grounded, like growing up, where you're like, oh God, what was that like for you in Jasmine's household growing up? Oh dear. So (laughs) growing up in middle Scarborough, there was, it was a multi-generational home. So my dad had actually built a downstairs apartment or a basement apartment for relatives and families to move in as my parents were petitioning them in. Mm -hmm. So you can imagine there were a lot of kids in the house. There are me, my two sisters, and then depending who was living with us, a variety of different cousins. And the one time that I remember being grounded and being punished, if you will, was this scandal in our house. And the way it occurred was this. This is that sometime one o'clock or two o'clock, it would be nap time. I could never get to sleep. Everyone else was able to get to sleep and have a nap time, but I couldn't. This one fateful day, though, I actually could get to sleep. So I took a nap. Uh-huh. And then to awaken up to our living room all crayoned over, you Ooh. know, and you can imagine, you know, my dad at the time was quite, quite angry. Yeah. And kept saying, well, you must have been the one. And I was like, it wasn't me. And it was like, well, it must have happened while I was outside, you know, doing whatever yard work. And you're not usually the one that's sleeping at this time. And I was just like, but I actually went to sleep, you know, and I was looking at my sisters and my cousins and I said, it was one of them. Right. And so, and they didn't believe me. And so I got grounded for all of this. And it was just incredible. It was incredible. I got framed, Sigs, by one of my cousins, who has never to this day still come out saying who actually crayoned the living room wall, right? And so... I have my suspicions, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say them over the podcast. But Sigs, I got framed and then got grounded for it. Okay, well listen. Imagine that. I think this is a sidebar podcast. Like a true crime (laughs) podcast about crayons. I love that. Crayons How old were you though? Yeah, about oh, we must have been I think I was around at seven at the time. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I was seven and I was actually grounded for something that I didn't even do. And the difficult part in all of this was, yes, I did have a history of not sleeping during nap time. And then this one day that I do go to sleep for nap time, I wake up and the living room wall was all crayon. And I was the one that was accused of actually having crayon that wall. And I just remember getting grounded and I was just like stewing and thinking, this is so unfair, Sigs. Like I just kept thinking that. 
Anyways, it has still not left my mind. It is still a mystery to this day. This is day. a cold case. You know, we, this is a cold case. It is case. totally a cold case. This is it's a cold totally case. A cold case. I yeah. love that. I, I can't think of anything from the basics of like no TV for a week because I don't know. I didn't do like my chores or anything like that. But it's funny. I was talking to my wife because my kids are handwriting and trying to write neatly in classes for grade two mm. for my daughter. And I remember telling, right, and I was saying right. this out loud to Emily, and I said, oh, I remember I couldn't go outside until I did my cursive properly. And oh. I don't know about this. And let's be honest here. I, I, maybe I'm marginalizing or like stereotyping our culture, but I mm. always found that my relatives, my father, my cousins, beautiful letters, their penmanship was gorgeous. Like it looks like fonts, right? Like it's true. It, it's, it's so true, true. Yes. And I remember being eight years old, sitting at a desk with like the line paper, and my dad's like, "You have to write the words for your grade three class, or you're not going outside." And I remember mm. just sitting there, and I couldn't fight it. And I could write. I remember it was the word football, and I remember with the F and the O, and like my dad's like the O's are different <laughs> sizes and stuff. And I don't know if my dad remembers it, but I was like, "Oh," and he's like. And that was like, I'm like, I wasn't really in trouble. I, I had to earn it. She's like, oh. And I'm like, wow, Susie and Willie do. Strict. But Yeah, Tita Willow. I know, Tita Will. And usually you think it's yeah. Tita Susie, right? Who seems like the hammer. Yeah, she's yeah. Like, I totally they, thought they it would be your mom. And she probably would be. <laughs> Did you ever get in trouble in school? Did I ever get trouble in school? I don't think I ever did get in trouble. You were such I can't a remember good a student. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was. I was. I probably was a teacher's pet. I never truly got in trouble mm-hmm. in school. Yeah, I don't ever recall detention. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I don't I, I don't think. I have two examples for me. And so oh, I think, do tell. Yeah, I know. This is funny. In grade three, I remember if kids were talking, the teacher would be like, I want you to write out lines. So we'd have units, like unit one to eight. And so there'd be a, like maybe 12 or 13 spelling words, and you'd have to write them out three mm. times, right? So I right, remember right. my third grade teacher, Miss Marianne Strzelisky, gotta love this lady. I think, <laughs> and it was just one of those things where she just happened to catch me say something, and she's like, See? I'd be like, Yes, you're gonna write down unit two, and I want you to write it out three times. I'm like, Oh, Ooh. okay. So I think she went to check on it before I went home. And Kuya, I did literally what she said I wrote the word unit two. On three lines. And she looked at it and like she was trying to not laugh. And she just looked at me and she's like, All right, get your stuff and go home. Like, and I wasn't even mentally thinking because you're like, Unit two, three times. So I, and she's just like, Okay, so So you did. I did. The second time I was in high school. Oh my gosh. And this is a horrible one. I had a French teacher that just didn't connect with our French class. And I did really well in French class. I was a really, really good student. I had 90s and stuff. And the class was bedlam. So I remember one of my classmates, friend Suzanne, Suzanne Dupuy, if you're listening to this, I love you. Everyone was being unruly, and she literally put a box on this teacher's head. Like a box, a cardboard <gasps> box, and put it on her head. A, a story for the histories. <laughs> like, I remember, like, put a box on that French teacher's head and give her a complex. But I remember once, I think she was just trying to be a police cop, and that's how she described it. And I got in trouble, and I'm like, why am I getting in trouble? I'm getting 90s in this class. And I remember having to say, and she said, well, you know, it's like I'm a police cop, so I'm going to have to ticket you. I'm like, but you're penalizing what? me who's not doing well. And I remember telling this to my parents, and my, my parents sided with Madame J, let's say her name is. And I'm like, but right. I didn't do anything. She's like, if you're showing disrespect, I'm like, I did not put a box on that woman's head. Like, my friend did. But my mom's like, but Siggy, if you're letting this type of... That's inappropriate and all this stuff. So I got in trouble. 
Like, I didn't have to really do anything. I was just held after class. But I was like, what? what is this? But anyway. You were just easy to punish. I, I that guess. That must have been the and case. And it just made me laugh. I'm like, I had like a 96 in the class. And everyone else. And in fact, she was upset one day. But I, I taught in parfait to like 11th graders. So, oh my whatever. Gosh. Meanwhile, I can barely. I'm just gobsmacked at that, but, that uh, story. Mean, meanwhile, I'm trying to get my B levels, like, you know, in, in the public service for Pete's sakes. That's the <laughs> other one. Okay. Then finally, Kuya, have you ever gotten a ticket? Like a speeding, a speeding ticket? T- or like, yeah, like some sort of speed, like where a police officer had to stop you. Not like a parking ticket, like a speeding ticket or any type of like infraction. I did actually. Oh, tell and me. And it was on the way to our alma mater, Western. Oh my gosh. Was- <laughs> tell me where. Was it the 401? Where were you? It was the 401 just past Guelph. And I was speeding with my mom. <laughs> And in there, and then, like, of course, the OPP pulled me aside. They were like, did you know you were over the limit? And I'm like, I guess so. (laughs) So, And I got a ticket. I mean, I've also gotten parking tickets here and there. Mm -hmm. There's, like, a handful of tickets. And that one time that I recall being caught for speeding. And that was when I was, like, 18. And I went to Western the first time, right? Mm -hmm. So, as you know, I've been to Western twice for two different degrees. But that was the first time and probably the last time I've ever gotten a speeding ticket. And that's all I can say about that. I was just going to say, my mom was not impressed. So I was sorry, say, mom. That's what I was going to sure ask. I was said. like, what did Tita say? Was she like, okay. Yeah, so <laughs> Tita Mel wasn't so happy. Yeah. And I kept saying to her, I said, look, I don't think I was actually speeding that much. I know that the Cutlass Supreme starts to vibrate <laughs> at 130. And Supreme. he claimed that I was speeding at 130. And it was like, it wasn't. I know I was at 115, 110. Yeah. And my mom was like, it doesn't matter. You're speeding and you were caught. <laughs> so it was like, okay. Oh my gosh. Okay, here we go. Like we're back to Western now. That's so funny. Yeah. I've been pulled over twice. Once was when I was living in Quebec and I just, and I barely, I couldn't even understand. Again, French, French officer is like, he said it very quickly. And I'm like, I'm sure I didn't go 135, but if he says 125, I'm like, whatever, no big deal. The first time I ever, and you're going to die laughing, I was mm. out for a shift at one of my jobs where my first career job that I started in 2000s, I'm keeping this very broad, right. but I know Kuya knows what I'm talking about. So one yes. night after a shift, I went out with two of my coworkers, and one of my coworkers has a Jeep, like, a, no, was it a Ford Explorer, and I really wanted to drive it. So I said, oh, you know what, can I drive your Ford Explorer to go to Wings after work? He's like, sure. So... We got in, and he started driving, like, oh, my God, so we'll switch. So I switched. I got into his seat. We were pulled over, and I'm like, okay, let's go. And I literally went through a stoplight. Oh. And I was like, oh. But it was dead at night. There was no one around. But you know what I did? Yes. I was doing, I did it right in front of a cop. So I would just start <laughs> laughing. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. And then I'm like, I, and I'd never been pulled over before. So this, I think I was like 25. And I was like, oh, uh, I was totally panicked. I hadn't done it. And like the people I was with was reminding me, well, you know, you could get out of this ticket if you say, you know, where we work. And I was like, no, this is mm. a common mistake. This is my fault or whatever. And I was so apologetic. And I think the cop was just like trying not to lie. She's like, so I went through that light. And like it was dead at night. I'm like, I, I'm sorry. I just started to jump. My apologies. And please hear all my stuff and you know this isn't my car this gentleman's beside me and all this stuff and she was trying to laugh and she just wrote in like block letters warning like on it and she just started to laugh because she's like like right in front of me like it was just like shooting fish in a barrel I go I'm so sorry she's just like it's oh my all gosh. good I just laughed because I'm like I'm an idiot like 
Well, that would have been quite a number of demerit points, and your insurance would have went oh, up big, too, big right? Time. Because it's a, like running a, a rolling stock. Like, no, not even clear. Like I went right through it. <laughs> I was like, and my friend lying in the back seat was like, "Are you kidding me?" And starts laughing, and I go, "I know." And then this person, Jeremy, who I don't understand, like I would have associated with this guy, but was like. Tell her where we work. Those who are listening, you could probably lead to the fact that it was it was something related to law enforcement. And I'm like, no, I'm not using that. I made a mistake. Good it's for not you, a problem. Sakes. Good like, for you, you know, total idiocy. Because I laugh. I'm like, those are my only like run-ins with like a ticket. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, well, you know, yeah. Sigs, we are both like law-abiding we citizens, totally and are. that's probably the message to but, all our listeners. Okay, but here's a PS. Yes. To our listeners, and I don't think we're exposing that much. Do you remember a time like in the 2000s where you and I would go to like. I don't know, a mall or so, and you said, okay, listen, we want to get DVDs, <laughs> mm-hmm. and you're like, be yes. very aware of when we get DVDs, and these were the days, right, before, where you, <laughs> yes, this yes, is yes. before streaming, this is before That's access right. to Blu-rays and such, and I remember you and I would go to some malls, and you'd be like, okay, Siggy, if we're going to go to these malls, please be aware, like, you know, some people might be selling, like, bootleg copies of DVDs. And I remember you and I yes, were like, yes. oh, okay. And you're like, are you going to be okay? I'm like, that's fine. I go, we'll be careful. But yes, we, yes. meanwhile, like, because, you know, we got, I don't know, like, I can't even think of an example. Like, bring it on two, like, <laughs> or <something>. copy, <laughs> and we're like, oh, my God, someone's going to get us at, like, the Pacific Mall. I know. We, we were somehow going to be apprehended because we were buying bootleg DVDs in, like, northern. Asian malls exactly. in and Toronto. That was like de rigueur, right? It was just that snapshot yes. of like, oh my god, it totally and was. Just laughing now, I'm like, oh god, like it's so. <laughs> like- you know what's so funny? Somehow, you know, following the rules for everything else, I'm very much law abiding. But probably when it comes to, you know, pop culture and media, I have no shame if I can actually skim off the top from before, though, Kuya. Like when you and from, I were from before, when we were yes, students, yes. and like. Barely at the beginning of my career where we don't have the money. And now you and I are probably broke yes. from streaming everything. <laughs> well, probably, yeah, you know? probably. Before we end, I do want to share this one story. Yeah. So one time back in my early 20s with Michael or my mid-20s with Michael, we were like, okay, let's go see a movie. Yeah. And then it was like, let's go see a second movie. And he was like, oh, are we going to pay for it? And I'm like, no, let's sneak in. And, just, and he was like, aren't we going to get caught? And I said, you know what? I don't think we're going to get caught. There's not anyone looking at this AMC, you know, in Scarborough. Yeah. 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 And so we went in and I have to tell you, every person that walked in, Michael was like suddenly stiff as a board and wondering where we're going to be kicked out at any moment. So that's probably the other, you know, non-law abiding thing I've ever done. (gasps) And Michael was just so scared. It's so so hard. You can't do that now because of signed seating or whatever, but that's such an easy pull. Like, let's it be totally honest, was. you know, like yeah. a double feature, they're expensive enough, you know, like, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, and we were just like, I was just finishing off my graduate work. Yeah. You know, Michael was just starting his career. We didn't have much money back then. Mm-hmm. And so it was just like, we wanted to prolong our Can Friday you- night and decided, <laughs> oh, we're going to actually stay. Please and tell see me. A late showing. Please tell yeah. me if you remember what movie it was. Oh my God. Bridget D- Jones's Diary, the sequel or something like that. <gasps> no and then way. on top of it all, m- yeah, yeah. I don't even remember the movie before, but I remember the one after because I was just like, 
so thrilled that Michael actually wanted to do something, yeah, he's a bad uh, you know, <laughs> law breaking. And I then second, it. it was just hilarious, hilarious to me that he just kept getting stiff as a board. And then at the end, he was like, I couldn't relax. I was so nervous <laughs> that we were going to get caught. And I just wanted Renee Zellweger to just wash her hair. You know? Oh, yeah. That's when she was, was in the thinking. Asian prison in that one. Yeah, of course. I mean, please. Yeah. That, yeah, that yeah, was yeah, punishment totally, enough. So. But at the end of the day, they'd be like, pay. They would have kicked you yeah. out. They would have been like, just pay. Not yeah, they would have said pay, right? Yeah. And I said to Michael, I said, you know, I, if we were going to get charged, it probably would be with a trespass order or something like that. And I like what you said, Sigs. I think they would have just insisted, could you just pay for that the was ticket? It. Which we would have then. We would have dipped into next week's budget, you know, but I mean, our <laughs> entertainment budget and paid forward. And yeah. then actually just stayed at home for that oh, weekend. But, but so. please, you and I, like, that was a freebie. That wasn't like the. I mean, it, it was totally, a sequel. It, totally it was a Richard's own sequel. Oh my gosh! Well, on that note, that was juicy. Mm. And you know what, <laughs> listeners? You listen to us. We're just a bunch of nice guys. I wish. Really? I wish I was way more <laughs> exciting. Like the people we're going to be talking about in the next episode in Taste Test. And I hope you enjoyed that too. And hey, if you want to tell us about a little things that you dabbled in, like getting in grounded trouble school maybe some tickets or bootleg dvds email us at holopolopopculture at gmail.com <laughs> the holo holo podcast is available on all podcast platforms rate us and leave a review you can find us on social media twitter our handles at holo holo pop and on instagram at holo holo pop culture <laughs> finally we receive editorial feedback from mary beth badian our musical theme is by Cheltering, and, and we'll see all of you guys again real soon. I think it's a favor that you saw that movie for free. I mean, I'm <laughs> glad you did not waste money on it. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. 